Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, guys. Good morning, indeed. We are picking up with day four of our Seeking Wisdom devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Proverbs chapter 16, verse 16, and it says this, How much better to get wisdom than gold? And good judgment than silver. The devotional is titled Wisdom's Wealth. And it says this, Wisdom is like money. Its value compounds over time. If you regularly add wisdom to your life, you become wealthy in the ways of God. This is why it is imperative that you get wisdom above most everything else in your life. Wisdom is the ability to discern right from wrong and to understand what is true and lasting. It is your ally that will assist you in defeating the enemy. Satan is toothless in the presence of the wisdom of God. Do not attempt to defeat the devil with your own limited understanding. Rather, crush him with the weapon of wisdom. A life built on the foundation of wisdom can withstand the winds of change and the waves of adversity. Wisdom keeps you engaged with God's perspective. It is a life preserver for the drowning, a compass for the lost explorer, and a light on a dark and perplexing situation. Wisdom is like gold, and gold is not always easy to find. There is a price to pay. There is a price to pay in the process of its discovery and in its acquisition. Gray hair does not guarantee wisdom, but examined experience does position you to obtain wisdom. It is possible to be an old fool or to be wise beyond your years, young or aged, smart or of average IQ. With either, you can gain wisdom. Wisdom begins and ends with the fear of God. The fear of God means you engage his teaching with your heart and mind. Wisdom precludes a passive relationship with God. Wisdom means you meditate on his ways and truth. You prayerfully and respectfully ask him why, what, and how as it relates to his way of doing things. As followers of God, we have the mind of Christ. Through contemplation of his word and understanding of his truth, wisdom will begin to reign in our everyday life. By God's grace, wisdom will allow you to synthesize multiple options into the best course of action. Wisdom can take a complex situation and offer simple solutions. Wisdom has the uncanny ability to cut through the layers of agendas and motives and get to the real issues. Wisdom is a no-nonsense defender of common sense and truth. It is very practical. Wisdom originates from God and resides with Him. He has the trademark and the patent. Anyone who attempts to take credit for its effectiveness may risk losing the rights to use it. Humility tempered with wisdom leads to wise decision-making. Take time to listen and learn from wise people. This could save you heartache from a relational train wreck or the loss of money from a bad financial decision. Be wise. Listen to both God and his wise mentors. You get wisdom to give wisdom. 
sharing wisdom's wealth with those who steward it well. Yeah, this is really good. And it's a lot to kind of take in because mm-hmm. I feel like we need almost like a wisdom counter of how, yeah. much, how much is, is mentioned. But that's how important all this is. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of Genesis and the fall of man. Um, whenever the serpent came into the scripture, I think in Genesis 3, I just pulled it up. I'm actually going to read some of this because I think it's really important for us to really embrace how important this topic is. Yeah. And I know a lot of us, even myself, sometimes feel like, yeah, I get it. It's important. But like right here in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And in other translations, it says the serpent was more crafty. And another translation also says that he was more shrewd. Mm -hmm. So the scripture continues. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, you shall not eat it, nor should you touch it lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will surely not die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And you can see the shrewdness. You can see the craftiness. You can see the cunningness of how the enemy used wisdom against her or she received God's intentions and God's rules and his plans. And he used them against her. And so for us, whenever we're talking about being wise, it's not always as clean cut and clear as saying, oh, I know how to act there. Want to know why? Because the enemy pushes back. Mm -hmm. The enemy throws something else in our way. Then our feelings and our emotions get involved. And it's not always as simple as just knowing the right thing to do. It's having the discipline and it's having the patience. It's having the humility to act upon the wisdom that God has given us. Yeah, and to go to him. Yeah, because I I, literally, as we just read, you see the enemy push back. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think for us, it's like, oh, I have wisdom. I'm going to use it right now. But then I'm always expecting to be pushed back again. Mm -hmm. And what if it's again and again and again? Yeah. At what point do I feel like I'm going to be convinced that this is the right thing to do? Just like Adam and Eve were convinced. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that I was reminded of with this topic of wisdom is being actively not passively, being actively resistant to the shrewdness and the cunningness of the enemy who's going to try to use wisdom against us. Yeah, I'm going to read what this devotional was saying in regards to that as well. It says, wisdom is the ability to discern right from wrong and to understand what is true and lasting. It is your ally that will assist you in defeating the enemy. Satan is toothless in the presence of the wisdom of God. Do not attempt to defeat the devil with your own limited understanding. Rather, crush him with the weapon of wisdom. And what it's talking about here is the word of God. When you see how the enemy came in with tempting Jesus, well, what did Jesus use to crush the enemy? What did he use to fight Mm -hmm. back the enemy? Because in those moments, it doesn't seem necessarily bad bread, right? After Jesus had not had food for 40 days and nights, he's like, just turn this 
you know, stone into some bread. Like, it's not that bad. God yeah. wouldn't be mad if you did that. And what did Jesus do? No, man is not fed on bread alone, but every word out of God's mouth. And so how did he fight back? By knowing the truth of God's word, even when he was tired, even when he was weary, even when he was hungry and probably desperate for some mm-hmm. food. And so we have to know if the enemy is cunning and shrewd and deceitful, that he is going to come and attack us, taking a little bit of truth and twist it just ever so slightly that it makes us question. And so the biggest thing here is if there is that little bit of doubt, if there is that little bit of questioning, what do we do with that? Do we fight back with the truth of God's word? Do we take the pause to say, wait, Lord, this doesn't quite sound right. I'm going to pause. I'm going to step back. I'm going to ask for your wisdom in this situation, I'm going to stand firm on it because I know when the enemy attacks, if I say in the name of Jesus, you must flee, he has to flee. He has absolutely no authority in your life under the blood of Jesus Christ. And so you have to walk in that authority and from a place of humility saying it is not in my power, in my authority, in my wisdom that you must flee. It is in the power, authority, and wisdom <laughs> of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I just want you guys to be empowered to know that this wisdom from the Lord is available to you. You have the truth of his scripture. All it takes is meditating on it, reading it, sitting in his presence, taking that pause, asking him. The enemy is not, like you should not, we were talking about this the other day, you should not fear the enemy more than you fear God. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and understanding. And so we just have to remember that it is a healthy, holy fear because the the Lord is so much bigger than the enemy and he has already won the war. And so in our present day situations and circumstances, we lean not on our own understanding, but on his, and then we use it to crush the enemy in our life. Yeah. I don't remember what day it was in this plan, but I think I titled it was talking about like, are you tired of struggling? Yeah. And that was something I was really feeling. Cause I'm just like, I'm really like, there's certain things I'm just, I'm tired of struggling. Right. And I, I'm ready to get through that. I'm ready to, I'm ready to move on. And I think what I really feel with, with this devotional plan is wanting to level up, like not wanting to just get by. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just wisdom for this decision. It's wisdom for the next 10, yeah. actually the next hundred, the next 1000 decisions you'll make. And so I can just feel uh, I don't want to say I feel powerful. I, I can just feel God's power over decisions and activity and things to just know that, like, I want to level up our family. I don't want us to just be surviving in life. I want our family to thrive for his kingdom. Yeah. And so it starts with wisdom. Yeah. And that, I think, is what's inspiring me so much in this in this devotional, where it's really just making me want to, like, okay, this is, how am I going to teach our, our children? Yeah. You know, Scripture says, teach them the way that it should go. I don't know. So I have to first learn it. And so this is, I think, a key for a lot of us to getting out of the struggle bus and starting to thrive in life. Yeah, so good. Want to praise it out? We do. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful reminder today that your wisdom crushes the enemy, Father. So no matter what we are going through, no matter what circumstance we are facing, Lord, we don't have to be overwhelmed, but we can be overwhelmed with your presence and your wisdom, and we can rest in that. We can find peace in that. We can just bask in the knowledge of who you are and know that 
you hold it all in your hands, Father. I pray that you would open up our eyes to see just that next step that you would have us take today so that we can walk in obedience to you on that narrow path. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now it's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Aloha. Aloha.